Hello and welcome to the Hawkesbury Gazette's podcast for the May 1 edition. I'm Christina Pollard and it's that time of the year again, folks. The Hawkesbury is gearing up for one of the biggest events on our local calendar, the Hawkesbury Show. We all have memories of attending the show over the years. I remember going as a kid and then as I got older, as night fell, I used to go with all my teenage friends for a little bit of an outing. But what's different about this year's show? Well, to catch us up on a little bit of history and give us a taste of what's to come, the Gazette is very pleased to welcome Ross Matheson, President of the Hawkesbury District Agricultural Association, to the podcast. Ross, very warm welcome to you. Thank you, Christina. And uh, yeah, hello to everyone out there in radio world. (laughs) Now, first and foremost, congratulations on being named Hawkesbury Citizen of the Year in 2019. What an honour. How did that feel back in January? Um, Yeah, thank you very much, Christina. Um, It was a shock and a surprise. Um, It was what I do is something I just do for the sake of um, things I enjoy doing. And I didn't do it for just win the prize, but it's a fantastic uh, honour to do it. And uh, to be part of the organisations that enabled me to uh, achieve that. Very proud local, I'm sure. Very proud local. So uh, your personal involvement with the show, of course, stretches back more than 40 years. Uh, But your family's involvement goes back even further. Tell us a little bit about that. Well, uh, my great uncle and my grandfather both joined the show committee in about the mid-1930s. my father then joined the show committee in the mid-1950s and around the 1960s my mother also joined the auxiliary um, and my mother ended up achieving the result of a, of a life member of the auxiliary and the an honorary life member of the association, wow. which was a great achievement. So it's something that I've been born with, born into uh, the show world and the show life. Do you um, remember the show as a child? I can I can remember a lot of things of the show. I've actually been to more shows in my life than I've had birthdays. Oh, which fantastic! Is, which is uh, <laughs> the way it all lands. So no, that's a, and my very first baby photo actually is um, was taken at Hawkesbury show. No way! What were yeah. you doing at the time? What's a photo? Oh, just of? with my father and me as a baby. So, How wonderful! Yeah. So that's yeah, that's my history. I love it. It's part of my life. Wow, it's a huge part of your life as well. That's that's really incredible. Um, the show itself has a, a very long and distinguished history as well. Um, what was when was the first show held and and where? And paint us a picture of maybe what those early shows would have looked like. When was the first one held? Yeah, the, the first shows in the Hawkesbury were held in the mid eighteen forties, and they were sort of a bit uh, joined with Nepean area shows and Penrith shows. And then in the early eighteen hundreds, eighteen eighties. A group of like-minded people got together and formed the HDAA, mm-hmm. the Hawkesbury District Agricultural Association, which is as it's still named today. Mm. And so they and were the, obviously from around this area. Yeah, Yeah, and they kicked off the first show in the 1880s, wow. and we're now up to 133. It's incredible uh, history, yeah. isn't it? The only times that we haven't had a show staged since the 1880s is 1919, when a, the Spanish flu wiped out the district. And is also, that right? And also the Second World War when the race course was used for army camp. So wow, we've been going continuously. And, and what would those first shows have looked like? What's what's some of the things that would be included back then? But obviously, you know, we, we might not see today. Yeah, um, the crowds were huge. When you look at the population of the district, it was over a hundred percent of the people of the district came. So people came from everywhere to the show. Uh, they and if you look at the old photos, they all wore suits and they dressed properly, and everyone had suits and ties and hats on and things wow. like that. Um, but they 
but they came along to do different things, things we don't do today. They would have had ploughing competitions using draft horses and that sort of thing. But, wow. but for entertainment, they also would have had uh, things that a lot of older people have got good excitement rush about is boxing tents and that sort of thing. I love but, the idea of the yeah. boxing tent. So did people so, sort of just turn up on the day and have a go at it or how well, did the, it operate? Well, the, the guy, um, Jimmy Sharman and those sort of guys would stand up on top of a tent and they'd bang on drums and people would gather around and they'd have a few people in their troop with them um, and they'd... Uh, get people out of the crowd to fight against those guys wow it was usually staged to a certain degree but it was uh it was good fun and everyone loved it oh um, gosh it sounds like a completely yeah. different world doesn't it yeah. sadly new south wales doesn't have them there's still one boxing troop operates out of queensland and northern territory for anyone that wants to find one and do they go do they go to agricultural shows yeah they still go to agricultural schools my wife and i saw one perform at uh, uh mount Isa rodeo in 2000 2014 we saw that and it's still fantastic entertainment the same wow. as it was same as it was 50 years ago and and do local guys put their hand up to go in the ring and yeah they certainly do yeah that's amazing yeah. that is incredible wow so i know that there'd be a lot of people in this district still now who um would have had a crack at that over the years so. that's incredible yeah. do you remember was that around when you were yeah that was up? around when i was a kid I'd probably i think the boxing tents were probably still went well into the maybe the mid 70s right. would have been the end of them Wow, jeez. I'm just sort of thinking in, the, in terms of the modern world about insurance and stuff like that. You oh. worry a little bit more about that these it'd, days, I it'd guess. It would be impossible. Insurance, mm. you'd never... With our insurances and requirements and regulations, it would mm. be impossible to have. So, yeah, yeah. Sadly, sadly. Uh, it's one of the things that, that, that goes with the modern world, isn't it, unfortunately? Yeah. It's now the biggest... The Hawkesbury Show is now the biggest regional show after Sydney Royal... I mean, that's an achievement in itself, I think. Um, just how big is the task of organising it and when do you start? Yeah, well, it's, it's a, we don't just start, we don't stop. We go from one show to the next. We're already planning next year's show. Already? Yeah, already. We'd wow. be thinking about next year's show. We, we're the biggest regional show in New South Wales. Um, only Royal Easter show in Sydney beat comes in front of us. We've been able to maintain over the years... A twist of, with the change of agriculture, we've maintained the rural aspect with a twist of modern day agriculture and what people in the Hawkesbury region still do agriculturally as things have changed. Like, no longer do we have dairies in the district, which we used to have lots of, but we've maintained that by having a dairy display mm. where three or four cows are milked regularly during the day at the show and people can see, still see the original dairy concept. So, mm. That's the sort of things we've been able to do and we still get wonderful support from the public because of those twists. Well, it'd be so good, I think, too, for, for kids who are growing up now who maybe don't get to see these things all the time. Um, that You'd obviously have a really big interest from, from the younger generation for, for things like that as well, would you? Yeah, well, the younger generation love it and every time that's packed. But the whole agricultural thing, and we've, which is really amazing, is how things have changed and... Um, we're seeing a resurgence back at the moment where the cattle have dropped off and the larger animals in that area, but we've got a lot of alpacas now, very strong alpaca um, support. And also poultry, as our poultry numbers have boomed um, Love the last the couple of years. Shed. I, I, I have chooks myself, and I must say I, it was, it's the first thing I go into and go and have a look at all the chooks, and you've yeah. got some very knowledgeable people in there. Yeah, this year we've, we would have probably approximately 50% more poultry entries than what we had two years ago. 
which is an amazing result for the committee involved. That's fantastic. And, um, we've just done a lot of work in our poultry shed, and, and at this point, entries are well and truly closed, but we've got every 100% of the cages booked for, for, a, for a fowl to go in them. So, wow. Um, it's, it's, that's exciting for the people involved in that section. Absolutely. That's, and, and where are these entries coming from? Is it just from around the Hawkesbury, or are you seeing people coming from everywhere? Yeah, well, not only from around the Hawkesbury, but from neighbouring areas, because we still... Yeah, we still that agricultural twist of the show. Mm. So it's, it's very, very strong. And also from the schools. We get excellent support from schools. And the schools support, they come from southern high, as far away as the southern highlands. Um, some sections are rented from as far away as Bathurst and the central coast. So wow. it's very, very strong support from schools as well. And we've got, so I know that we've got some great competitive schools in, the, in our own region here who, yeah. you know, you'll see out and about at a few of the shows, always well represented at the Hawkesbury Show. Yeah, they're, no, they're fantastic. The school support's great, and it's, it flows on. Then people grow up to be adults, and they still continue to uh, to move in that um, show world. Absolutely. So you must have heard and seen some pretty amazing things over the years. Is there anything that stands out in your mind about a certain competitor or a certain event since your involvement with the show? Is there anything? Tell us some of the the lighter side of, th- of the Hawkesbury show. I think probably the I think probably the greatest competitor, and it was a long while before my time was. And I found this on Googled this up that Breaker Morant actually um, rode a horse in the Hawkesbury show a long while ago. Do you know what he was doing? It was some horse. Uh, it no, was a, a, a riding event. a riding event, and he participated at the Hawkesbury show. That is amazing. Most famous person. Oh, I love that. Well, there we go. We've got a very famous person That's competing right. at the Hawkesbury show. One of one of the light-hearted, more sillier things. Um, many many years ago, when we were still at the old showground, as we referred to it. Um, after the fireworks, and I think the fireworks were only on one night, my wife and I and children and another couple of couple of couples, after the fireworks was over, we were sitting in the grandstand, it was all fireworks were over and the people had all started to go. And all of a sudden, there must have been some embers from the fireworks <laughs> and the grass in the middle of the arena caught a light. <laughs> anyway, it was um, in true style of 50, 40, probably 40 years ago. Um, my, a couple of committeemen and myself, we got over the fences and got out there. And, and probably, with, I'm guessing now, with, with things like bags or whatever, we, we flogged the fire out. But it was, and it that poten- was it. potentially <laughs> it was potentially it was great entertainment. So. <laughs> I'd say I'd say watching you put out a fire with a bag yeah. would have actually been pretty good entertainment. Yeah, it would have been great entertainment. <laughs> well, that is one of the more, more memorable yeah. things, I guess. Um, so, putting aside the anecdotes now and and all the fun stuff. There's a seriously competitive side to the show as well. Uh, what classes will be held this year? Is there anything new on the program? And, I mean, we've been talking about entries. Obviously, we're talking about entries in the, in the chooks. Um, how have the other entries been coming along? A lot of other entries are just staggering. The numbers are amazing. Our mm. art is up by 20%. Always a good show. We've got the um, Fantastic. horse sporting events back for many, many years, the first time for many years, which will be exciting for a lot of people. So we're talking about the horse sporting events of the barrel bracing, flag, flag. racing, really heart-pumping stuff. Yeah, really, really great stuff. And it's good entertainment, and it's also good from the competitors' competitors' point, because they get extremely competitive with that sort of stuff. Oh, so absolutely! And the thing. Hawkesbury Show, being a horse person myself, the Hawkesbury Show offers us equine people a whole range of options. So we've got the dressage, the hacking, the horse sports. 
there's so much that yep. you can go and watch, and I know this horse sport's going to take place in the main arena yep. as well. In the main yeah. arena on Friday Fantastic. afternoon. Fantastic. So, and we've, this year we've got some other new um, classes on. We've got a, a class which is sponsored by the council, which is a recycling section. Oh, um, explain so that to me. What's that? It's, a, it's I think there's five sections, which is for an item made from a recycled product, whether it could be paper, cardboard, plastic. Um, something old from the garden or something old from the farm or machinery, that sort of stuff. So that's something, and we've got, I think it's 20-odd entries in that for the first year. That's really, really good. Wow. And uh, it's a little bit unknown what will what will come in, but I'm sure it'll be exciting. I'm sure it'll be very creative. Yeah. There's some great stuff that you see people making with, with found items. Yeah, you know, it's amazing what you can do. Yeah. We've also got, for the first time ever, a, a special class for men's cooking. And that's Men's a, a pretty new one, and, and that's Love really it. has taken off. Has it? Have yeah. there been good entries in that? Good entries in and that. And so, as what well. do they have to cook? It, um, I think it's referred to as party food. So, ah. so it can be anything from a, a finger food biscuit, I suppose, to a sponge cake or, or something, or everything in between. Imagine so. being a judge on that. You could just sample everything. That's right. It would be fantastic. <laughs> Who gets to judge it? How do you get a job judging that? <laughs> I wouldn't mind getting that job. Yeah, I'll put you on the list. Oh, that would be good. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> We've also got, a, a, in the same area this year for the first time, a uh, chocolate section for people oh. for homemade chocolates, and that's another wow. one that's new. So. And how have the entries been going in that one? Um yeah, they're going well. It looks quite good and exciting mm. as well. Another one new for this year is a sausage competition that we've never done before. Mm. And uh, we've basically uh, invited local butchers to participate in that. And, uh, Great. And we'll have sausages come in and they'll be judged. Half of the entry will be judged raw and ah. the other half will be judged cooked. And, and there's a, a fully qualified uh, sausage judge going to do that. And, How exciting. Uh, That's yeah. really good. We've got so, some pretty good, that would be some pretty good competition in this area. Yeah, and, and we've got some good interest good. from the local butchers, Absolutely. so it's great. Absolutely. Wow. Additionally to that, uh, Lego, is, which is now running for its third year, its entries just continue to climb and the interest is mm. intending to grow, so that's great. Which shows, I guess, like Lego Masters on TV now. I guess everybody's sort of right into this as well. Yeah, well, yeah. Lego Masters has given it all a big boost. Absolutely. It, it, it was amazing. The entries just jumped on Monday night after watching the wow, first Wow, that's show. fantastic. It's great. Additionally, on, on, on the Friday of the show this year, we've got uh, what we refer to as Education Day. Um, What's that about? For uh, mainly a cross section of animals, for so for poultry, uh, sheep, cattle, we'll have different training seminars running during the day, which is aimed at school children plus the general public. If they want to come along, it's not a problem at all. They'll they'll get it's it's aimed at them, and there'll be a session on which might like wash the chook or and prepare it for show. Um, cattle might be cattle grooming, wow. again for show that mm. purposes. Uh, alpacas would might be like uh, caring for an alpaca. Uh, sheep, we've got a sheep shearing demonstration which will take place there, Fabulous. and also some some sheep husbandry type things. So mm. there, there is a series of those, and they'll run over the full day of Friday. And the sessions will probably run for like 20 minutes each, something like that. How interesting. So, All the sort of behind the scenes with the animals, for, for how people prepare the animals and what's involved and all that kind of thing coming up to the show. Yeah. So I'd love to see the chook washing. The chook washing, yeah. The chook washing would be great. <laughs> Absolutely fantastic. Yeah, so no, it's, it's, it's something that we're trying for this, or we are putting on for this year for first, and I'm quite sure it'll be quite successful. Absolutely, and, uh, I think. We've already had be. several schools that we've... Um, inquire about special running special excursions 
questions on the day, so that's, that's fantastic. That's pretty exciting, actually. Um, so tell us then a little bit about the, the stalls and the goods that are available for sale as well. It's always a good representation of local growers and producers at the show, and I guess this gives them the opportunity to, to showcase what they're actually putting out there. Um, as well as there's a, a range of the machinery and specialty items, which is, I guess, what we, goes to what we were talking about before, about agriculture constantly yeah. changing. Well, we've got a couple of tractor machinery supplier people who will have their mm-hmm. uh, their machinery and that they're on display and also for sale. Um, several people selling mowers and different types of garden and mm. and uh, you know sort of small acreage maintenance equipment. Uh, a couple more additional car dealerships have come on board this year, which is exciting to have cars back. Yeah, we've got absolutely. the PM Motor Group and mm-hmm. Isuzu from Windsor, uh, along with. Uh, We've got some support from a sponsorship from Windsor Toyota, which is great to see these car people coming back to our show. Yeah, that's fantastic. If you're in the market for a new car, definitely call in and see them. That's right. We also have uh, something new for this year, which is called Taste the Hawkesbury. Taste the Hawkesbury. Tell us about that. sounds delicious. Taste the Hawkesbury is sponsored by Western Sydney Airport. Who yeah. are going to have a stall at the show as well, I That's believe. That's right, they yeah, will. we're going to go and talk to them. Yeah, and it's Western Sydney Airport have sponsored it, and then they're working closely with Hawkesbury Harvest. Mm-hmm. And the in, within the area, there will be displays and also the ability of the... Yeah, the availability to purchase goods from a various range of people that work within the Hawkesbury Harvest Farmgate system. Mm. Um, and it's going to be excellent to yeah. uh, allow see that showcased in, the, in, the, in that special... Uh, All the goods that are, are grown area. and made and everything right on our, on our back door. On our doorstep. Yeah. So it's, it's a great example for the, for the people of the Hawkesbury to have a show and also the people of Hawkesbury to see what we produce around the area. I'm actually really looking forward to that myself. It's one of the things I'm going to go out of my way to have a look at. Yeah. Um, I think it's important that you know we, we support local producers, um, but it's also a great way for people to find out what's actually available in the area. Yeah, so, there's, a, yeah. there's a lot of things produced in our district that no one's people don't know of. They're just mysteries, and they just mm. uh, they're produced here and they disappear during the night time or whatever on the back of a truck, yeah. and uh, people here don't, aren't aware of them. So it's yeah. a great great chance to showcase our goods. Yeah, exactly. Uh, okay, so let's move on to the fun stuff. Let's go from the serious stuff to the fun stuff. What can you tell us about the rides and show bags this year? Now, I believe there's going to be something called the Star Flyer, yep. which frankly looks a little bit terrifying. Yeah, the, the rides and the show bags this year, they're, all the traditional ones will be there, plus mm-hmm. also the new ones that come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, show bags, there's always updates to those as to Absolutely. up to what's around at the time. Mm-hmm. Uh, show Any show bag that was bought at Sydney Show is most, like, most likely going to be available at Hawkesbury Fantastic. Show. Fantastic. Uh, and sometimes even there marginally cheaper than Sydney show there you go it, parents yeah <laughs> so that's that's sometimes they are and and as for the rides we get all the good rides of any any good ride that was at Sydney show you'll see that here and the new one for this year at our show is called the Starflyer very scary. Um, Starfly is scary. It's not something, <laughs> not something that I even intend to go near. That's same here. I, so, I like to keep my feet firmly yeah, on the ground. I, after the one that I saw last year, the one that sort of got you up and flung you around a bit and everything, I was just, no, yeah. that's enough for So me. if you feel like something, you get the adrenaline going and, uh, Absolutely. and come off scared and stiff, go, yep. on, go on the go new on ride, that. Go yeah. on the Starfly. <laughs> and there is a huge range of rides, we must say. Yeah. Not just that, but we have the traditional rides and, and all that yeah. kind of thing that people But the people doing. driving by the showground when you look across there yesterday the uh 
the ferris, large Ferris wheel went up, and and that's just sort of the indicator to the local people that the the show has arrived. And uh, it's exciting, yeah, it isn't is. it? It gives you another buzz. It does. Yeah. It does. Just driving past the showground there, exactly. And what about some of the displays and novelties? So, what are we going to see in the main arena? Um, in the main arena this year for entertainment, you'll something new, which is called car soccer. Car soccer. Car soccer, which is something where we have some. Not real fancy cars. The cars at the end of their career, <laughs> at the and, end of and their they will be cars uh, in their autumnal years. And they will be competing um, in teams, and there will be a large soccer ball, and that will be quite entertaining. <laughs> That's fantastic. Yeah. And there's also a, another twist to that. There'll be a, a thing called Kick for Cash, oh. where they'll be using the uh, D Max Utes with the same soccer ball, and there will be. Um, you'll have to wait to be there on the day. Some public participation in that so so just okay. watch and, and if you come along to the show on the friday or the saturday um there's a chance that you'll someone will get a very very pleasant surprise well that sounds yeah. really intriguing i love the sound yeah. of that who's going to be driving the cars who take part in the soccer in the soccer they'll be the d-max drivers they, oh they, wow yeah they're the, the, the they're the fully um okay so you're not just dragging anybody off no, the street no certainly okay, not good. for that yeah. <laughs> The, the kick for cash will have public participation in it. Wow, that sounds yeah. really good. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. so we'll have to come along and watch the come along, come along and, and watch the display. That's it. Oh, that sounds. What else have we got? Um, something novel for the people that come to the show this year. We've got for the first time a thing called the Animal Adventure Walk. Oh. And what we've got is uh, twenty-two. I think is the number of chickens, and these chickens have been uh, painted and decorated with uh, different. Uh, in different ways, and they will be located around the showground in different places. You'll pick up a form as you come in the gate, and you'll take that form, and you'll have to find all the chickens, and you've got to record a number against the chickens where you find it. And then you put that in a lucky drawer, and at 3pm and 5pm, we will make a draw out of the people who have completed their forms and got it correct and there'll be some very very nice little prizes for people that will make them wow, feel good wow that sounds like, fantastic um, there'll be amusement there'll be you know there'll be amusement ride tickets or oh, or show bag vouchers oh and, perfect and that's then, fantastic and then with the final at the end of the show we'll do at least one draw for a person to win a family ticket for next year's show. Oh, so, wonderful. Well, so, then that's, that's a yeah, big saving there yeah. as well. So the big wow. thing is to get your chick, get the form, get it completed back in by 3 p.m. And, oh. and go in a drawer, and you might win a little bonus quantity of show bags. So show rides or that show sounds bags. wonderful. And it's like a treasure hunt. So you sort of go around the show looking for the. For the now, it's, they're not real chickens. No, they're we, not real chickens. <laughs> but they are, some of them are decorated and they look very, very real. Love it. But, but they're decorated uniquely to the area they're in like the ah. like the the poultry shed chicken will be very difficult to find against the normal chickens because it is brilliant oh then, wow uh, this sounds very yeah, good so it's it's a it will be very interesting for people. Okay. and the committee the committee have done all the decoration of those so it's a credit to them and it just shows their imagination so i was gonna great. say it actually it sounds like a a really imaginative um new concept for for people to to enjoy the show and possibly yeah. win some great prizes yeah and just it's just adds a little bit of fun to it so absolutely oh that sounds wonderful and is there an age limit on no you can enter no age limit on that at all okay, it's, i've got to get my form when i go in yeah or <laughs> you know, anyone from anyone from children to nursing home people can yeah. participate in 
that. So. Well, I'm glad I'm somewhere in between those two. Yeah. Um, so finally, what do you recommend showgoers do on the day they're planning to attend? So in relation to transport or parking or, you know, what are you? what's the show committee actually recommending yeah. people do? Um, you can come however you wish. We, we do. We are located, for those who not, aren't aware and those who just need a reminder, we are located right next door to the Clarendon Railway Station. Very handy. Probably 100 metre walk from the station to our first entry gate, number one. And then you're into the showground. You don't have to worry about parking. If you wish to park at another neighbouring railway station and come, mm. the only thing we don't we can't offer is the free ride yeah. tickets. Yeah. But it's still relatively cheap. Mm-hmm. We do have that on-site on the showground parking, which is uh, if you enter through our gate five area, which is to the uh, bottom end of the showground, mm-hmm. you can go in there and you can park straight into a you know into a parking area and park there off the road and. Uh, and walk into the showground and there'll be itself. people directing cars lots of people directing cars and, and that sort of thing there mm-hmm. so but i'd suggest you sort of come early because mm. there can be some traffic hold-ups in the middle of the day at peak times mm. but um certainly come along i'd suggest you come early enjoy all the attractions and and that sort of thing exhibitions make sure you see all those and then uh, have a nice comfortable sit down to watch the uh entertainment Oops, and there's Ross. It's, he's so busy at the moment organising this show that the phone is ringing <laughs> off the hook. Sorry about that. They, they can come along and watch the uh, exhibitions and, and uh, those sort of things and look at all the uh, displays. Because it will probably take you all day as well because it's, there's a lot of stuff to look at. And then sit down and watch the entertainment in the afternoon and the night time. Sounds so, fantastic. So you know, it gives you a full day and uh, it's just all great. Absolutely. Look, don't forget the Hawkesbury Show takes place from Friday, May 10 to Sunday, May 12 at Hawkesbury Showground, of course on Racecourse Road at Clarendon. Ross Matheson, President of the Hawkesbury District Agricultural Association, thank you so much for telling us all about it today. Thank you, Christina. Thank you very much for giving me the opportunity. Thank you. Well, that's all for this week's podcast. I'll be back next week with Macquarie MP Susan Templeman, who is obviously going to be recontesting the seat at this month's federal election. I'm Christina Pollard. Thanks for joining us and look forward to talking to you then.